39, Bill and Dave's excellent. 39. Bill and Dave's excellent podcast. Excellent. The way this one started, it's more like uh, Bill and Dave's mediocre at best podcast. Is usually <laughs> oh, what we're looking yeah. at. Uh, we are streaming live. Live. On Facebook. Actually, there's a little bit of a delay. We found that out. It's so that we can swear and bleep it. Not that we... <laughs> well, why would we do that? What, swear, swear or yes. bleep it? Both, both. So I asked Bill, what do you want to start with today? He goes, uh, I've been listening to a lot of Super Tramp lately. So that song is, I guess if we're going to put it on the air, we might as well, if it's live on Facebook, we might as well give credit to the artist. Might as well. That's a Super Tramp from 1979. Logical song. It's a good one. They make royalties every time somebody plays them on a podcast. If I play it for 12 seconds, I'm safe. 13 seconds, we got a lawsuit. Is that a real thing or are you just making that up? It's something like that. I think it might be 15 seconds. Really? Or less. It may be in zero seconds. I don't know. Now, is that like cumulative or like? I should, you know, I think what they'll do is they, they would uh, they would probably send you a cease and desist. Um, but Step Steppenwolf may send you a thank you because who's playing Steppenwolf right now? Well, I mean, Super Tramp's still pretty hot. Yeah. Or Super Tramp. Whatever. <laughs> Steppenwolf. <laughs> Well, now i got to play Steppenwolf now since I said his name, right? <laughs> How's it going, Bill? How was your New Year? Not too bad. Yours? It was good. It was good. We had a little uh, soiree yeah? uh, for the UFC fight, Ronda Rousey. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you pay for that? I did. Oh, I did, yeah. Are you yeah, still paying for it? I'm still paying for it. <laughs> oh, five seconds. Yeah. So that last song was Super Tramp, not to be confused with uh, Steppenwolf. I do know the difference. I do know. It's a considerable difference. It's pretty considerable. I agree. I agree. This is a pretty good jam, too, though. Now, is Steppenwolf one guy? Is it like Led Zeppelin? I always thought it was a theater in Chicago. Well, it is. Is it named after the band? That was taking the words right out of my mouth. I don't know. Who knows the answer to that? Wait, did we come? Is this a band? Or is it like Mike Steppenwolf and the Wolverines? Joe Steppenwolf. Well, it's just one name, Steppenwolf. Maybe, maybe that's just his first name. And Steppenwolf. Got, like, background music. Yeah, it could be. Well, now that we're live, maybe somebody out there knows. Is Steppenwolf a band? Yeah, we can Google it. Yes, we can Google it. But why? Google. So New Year's. What did you do New Year's, Bill? Went out to E&O, I believe, out in Mount Prospect. E&O? What's that? It's a bar that uh, restaurant bar. Okay. They sold tickets. It was all you could eat, all you could drink. <laughs> my, and, two yeah. of my favorite things. Yeah, that kind of got away from me. Yeah. 
It was uh, it was fun though. Like you should probably dig into that a little bit. You just kind of blew over. It kind of got away from me. No, what does that uh, mean? <laughs> what does that mean exactly? That's that's it means what it means. All right, it's yeah. in last year. Let's Fair. let's put it behind us. <laughs> new year, new me. I liked how uh, social media kept talking about 2016 like it was like a person that did them wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. People are not happy with 2016. No, no. I mean, they ended with uh, Carrie Fisher and her mom passing right away. Right at the end there. Yeah. Did you see the uh, the GoFundMe to save Betty White? <laughs> I didn't know she needed saving. Oh, yeah. No, they wanted to have, like, round-the-clock care, somebody to just watch her. <laughs> oh, just see. Oh, God. That would be that would be something else. I, I, I thought for sure that um, that she, she would have gone last year. No offense, Betty White. Betty White's probably healthier than I am. Let's be honest uh, right there. But I, if you had a Deadpool uh, going, she'd probably she, be up near the top. She's probably in there, although you don't get a lot of points for a Betty White. Well, because no. it's age. It's usually usually the way these Deadpool's work. Uh, Doug Stanhope's Stanhope's got one. It's uh, you pick like twenty people, and the way the scoring works is it's a hundred minus the person's age. Really, and that's the point total you get. Well, so sense. a younger person. Well, do you get like a handicap for like an Amy Winehouse type situation? No, no, but like but if Amy them. Winehouse is thirty years old, that's a seventy point. Well, yeah, but I mean, if if she's ripping lines every day, she's probably more likely to. <laughs> well, that's what you want to look for, right? Hmm. You know, you're going to get a lot more points for an Amy Winehouse than you will a Betty White. What's Betty White? Eighty. Oh, at least ninety. That's yeah, ten points. There. True, yeah, and she's probably not going to kick anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Carrie Fisher, that was probably a pretty good, well, I don't know. She was in her 60s, wasn't she? Yeah, but also a lot of drugs. A lot of drugs. Drugs will do it, kids. That's how you're going to end up. But uh, I think she was off the drugs. Well, I don't know that they, they, they're still pending the autopsy, but I think the heavy drug use was done. Yeah. From what I understand. Yeah, but even still, that it takes its toll. It does. It does. <laughs> We got Mario from the Orwells on the phone. Mario, thank you so much for calling, man. Welcome to the show. Hey, no problem. What's going on? Not much, not much. Um, first of all, uh, this is huge. I, I saw you personally back at Lollapalooza, you guys, uh, back in, what, 2013 or whatever. And we've been trying yeah. to get you on the show ever since, man. So it's really cool that you took time to give us a call. So thanks again for doing this. Um, Looks like 2017 is going to be the year of the Orwells, man. You guys got a shit ton going on. Holy cow. You got a uh, new album coming out February 17th, Terrible Human Beings. Um, you guys are kicking off your tour on that same day in Brooklyn. Then you guys go overseas, man. That's uh, You guys excited or what? Yeah. We, uh, we haven't done a full year up in a little bit. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a trip being, being uh, across the ocean for like a whole month. But... Now, you know, you see a lot of cool stuff and meet a lot of cool people, so 
Right. It'll be good to get back over there around people that don't speak English. <laughs> right on, right on. Are they, are they pretty receptive to you guys over there? I, I take it. Yeah, they're. Uh, yeah, Europeans are super rowdy and uh, real friendly, and uh, feel like they want to maybe get to know you more and uh, talk to you, right. maybe a little bit more than the American crowd. Like they, they want to know you more on a personal level. Like I don't know. Right, right on. That's what we're excited about is that uh, right after you get back from Europe, you're coming right to Chicago to play the Metro, uh, March 16th. Uh, you can get tickets there at metrochicago.com. Uh, that show is going to sell out, no doubt. So make sure you get those tickets quick. Um, is it uh, is it still exciting for you guys to come uh, play Chicago? Being from from Elmhurst and being you know a local a local band, we we still like to claim claim you guys if that's cool. Um, yeah, no, yeah, it's totally fine. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be good to, to kick it off here and uh, see everybody one last time before we don't see them for a little bit. Right on, right on. Now, do you guys, you guys got you know, right after that, you're playing uh, Governor's Ball in New York. You're doing Bonnaroo this year. Um, does that change your style when you play like a huge festival as opposed to a place like the Metro? No, um, in my you know, it's like a little bit more difficult sometimes, but uh, to I don't know, make the same energy or get you know come across the same way because of you know space and, and a lot of open air and stuff. And but uh, no, I think we do like the same way. I don't think we change the way we play much, unless it's like you know some like thing in a a room for. I don't know, like a radio thing where there's like ten people there or something. Then, right. then they don't get they don't get the show. But <laughs> if it's just uh, you know anywhere that there's you know, actual fans and a crowd, it's pretty much the same. Go about it the same way. For sure, for sure. That's cool. You know, I remember when, when we when I saw you, at Lala. It was uh, I I remember seeing it, it was like this this could just as easily be at the Metro. I mean, the crowd was rowdy. You guys were just going nuts and 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 pretty much kicked the crowd's ass. So it was a. Uh, it's a fun show, and I'm sure you know the Metro. We're looking forward to it. It's going to be an exciting show um, with this new record. Now, I mean, this is your 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 third record coming out. Um, it was there a lot of pressure to write this thing in in a certain amount of time, or did you guys kind of get to do your thing? Uh, we definitely drew it out like as long as we possibly could, but just because it was, I don't know, we wanted to make it right, and I think it took eight months to write and then one month in the studio every day from noon to midnight. And then for some reasons out of our control, we had to sit on it for about a year. Oh, and, geez. uh, yeah, uh, that was, that was pretty brutal. But this past year has been pretty, uh, exhausting just sitting around and more exhausting just sitting than actually, you know, doing the whole cycle do you get any neuroses about it so you got the record done and you're sitting on it are you are you wanting to go back and like change things and or, or are you able to just leave it as is and well just i think we were uh we recorded the record twice with two different producers and uh the first time it was fine like it sounded good but uh we we did it for like it was not um not like a ton of money. And then they, they were like, well, 
you know, when you don't spend that much on a record and it's pretty good, they want you to, they want us to give it a second try with somebody else. And, uh, it was, it was well worth it. Sure. And it, it turned out, it turned out like 10 times better. Is that the one with, uh, Jim, uh, Jim Abyss? Yeah. He yeah. came out from, uh, England and we went to, uh, electrical audio in Chicago. Right on. And just posted up there for a month. And, uh, you know, two songs ended up not making the record. We wrote a new one in the studio. One got chopped at the last second that just wasn't good enough. So, like, it was a totally different record than we thought it was going to be at the end of 30 days. Wow. Now, now that's interesting. So, so you got two, uh, you know, a song gets chopped or two songs don't make the record. Do you guys make that decision as a band or do you, do you vote on it? Or is there is it a, a, a producer that's like, ah, these two will leave off? Well, we trusted him like like we had such a a good relationship with him that when he brought up like, hey, listen, guys, like no offense, but like this song, I don't think it's up to par with the rest of the record. We were like, we thought about it like very, we took it very seriously. Like, okay, that's you know, we met, we had maybe thirteen or fourteen songs ready to go for the record. So even cutting two or however many songs are on the record, I don't even know, but <laughs> cutting a couple, we wanted to make like a ten. 11 or 12 song record too short sure now i, I should probably know how many songs are on the record <laughs> well i can tell you this there's three that are available now you can pre-order on itunes uh so take advantage of that and then you can get the rest when the record releases and those three are awesome and then black francis which just came out and the video came out you could see it on youtube i mean from what from what i've heard man it sounds like it's going to be a killer record um it, yeah i'm uh very i think we're very pleased with it yeah, I read somewhere that uh, that you guys kind of took a different approach and uh, and that um, you did you did something something along the lines. Of, correct me if I'm wrong here, but something like uh, like Matt and Dominic worked uh, some acoustic uh, portions of it, and then you worked on lyrics and melodies in it separately. And is is that somehow different than you've done on previous records? Well, before this record, it was like fucking just like five animals just like throwing shit at each other in a cage trying <laughs> right. to figure out how to make a song. And that worked twice, I guess. And then this one, it was like, okay, this is, uh, we got to like take a different route. We got to try something else. So we kind of like stripped it down and just like uh, Dom and Matt and me would meet up with the uh, just acoustic guitars and <laughs> while they were while they were playing their demos for me I'd be coming up with melodies and lyrics and I was very open to like lyrical suggestions or you know melodies and it was more of a like a group effort where before I was like you know like these are the lyrics for the song this is how it's gonna be and then this time I was a lot more open-minded and uh with using lines that they had or ideas that they had, or I wouldn't get like, I wasn't like standoffish if they wanted to challenge me about, you know, what a song's about or something like that. Yeah. Right on, right on. That's, that's uh, it's gotta be, it's, it's gotta be a little difficult letting go of some of that then as a, as a singer. Yeah. Like sure. one song, one song on the record, I think Matt wrote pretty much all the lyrics and that song's called heavy head. And uh, I was just like, these are all great. I don't want to change any. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Um, 
you know, speaking of that, you guys kind of have a unique uh, a unique group in, in, in that you guys all went to high school together. Correct me if I'm wrong. You guys went all went to high school together, and and yeah. uh, you and Dominic are cousins, and then you got uh, you know Grant and Henry being you know twin brothers. Is uh is it is it tough traveling with family? You know, I mean, it's enough. I'm sure with five guys traveling together, spend so much time together, you probably get at each other's throat. Is that even a little more intense, being that there's some family ties? Yeah, literally at each other's throat sometimes. But that that's like uh, if anything, I think that that's that benefits us in a way where it's like, you know, you tell your cousin to go fuck himself. It's you're just your cousins and you're going to see each other at Thanksgiving and you you don't let like stupid stuff like that get, uh, get in the way of like a, a big thing, like being in a band together and making records. Right. So I think we can like brush, you know, brush stuff off and, uh, you know, we can get at each other sometimes, but it's not, um, it's not like we're not talking to each other for days or anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, you're all, you're still family in the end. So, um, yeah. The one thing I always thought that was kind of interesting is you guys kind of sh- got shot out of a cannon, man. You, you, you know, in, in a short amount of time, you had the that first record comes out or the first album comes out. Next thing you know, you're playing Lollapalooza. You're you're supporting the Arctic Monkeys on tour. I mean, that's a that's. I mean, it maybe maybe didn't seem like it, but in the big scheme of things, it seems like a a, a quick rise to fr- fame. Is that is that hard to deal with for you guys, or is it just uh, being in the right place at the right time, or or how does that happen? Some of the things that you'd be surprised how right place, right time it really is. And then a lot of the times it's surprising how like planned out and regular those kind of moves are. Right. Whereas, you know, somebody that's like not in a band with like fans and stuff that don't understand what goes into it when they're like, Oh, you know, they get pissed off. Like, Oh, you know, like I don't, I don't, I don't like your band. You didn't come to my city, and they was like, "Yeah, we got a booking agent that, like, you know, we're not on the phone booking shows. Like, there's so many things out of our hands, and like, we put trust in like a lot of people that are on your team to like come through and do these things for you. So, I mean, our job is to make records and play, but other than that, we have a group of people that we trust and um, put a lot of those milestones you know kind of in their hands yeah that says a lot about having surrounding yourself with good people too you know so that's pretty uh obviously they're doing their job and earning their money and earning their 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 portion their their their, their cut you know what i mean because they're doing yeah. uh, putting you in some good spots and do, yeah, do, good you, do you get any uh do you get any crap from like you know you don't have to name names but like just other bands that are local bands that maybe didn't get the same breaks you guys are getting or or maybe a little jealousy there when you come to town? Yeah, we've, we've kind of always had that, especially uh, coming into the city from the Burbs like years ago. I mean, I've lived here for three years, but it's still kind of like, a, oh, you know, from here kind of thing. Like, what do you want me to, you know, like play shows in Elmhurst for the next five years? Like, what do you want me to do? Right, right. Oh, that's awesome. Like, this, is, this is a place that it's like a half hour drive, like get over it. Are there any bands like around from the, I mean, this is probably more of a local thing, but are there any bands that you guys used to go see when you were, when, when, when you had more time and didn't have your own thing going like locally, would you go see, you know, shows at the Metro or anything like that? Yeah, I was a, I was a big Smith Western fan and they had a lot to do with, uh, us taking like the gamble and, uh, kind of avoiding college and like making a, trying to go for a career type thing. 
And uh, <coughs> one time, <coughs> sorry, I actually uh, couldn't get into the metro because my cousin's dumbass showed his fake at the door instead of when he got to the bar. Oh, who hasn't showed a he, fake at the metro? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then they just tossed our asses, and I was like, "Oh man!" Like that was my chance to see the Smith Westerns. Like I was all, I was all hurt and shit. But I couldn't be like, you know. I, I was, like, young, and I was, like, oh, I can't just be in the city alone. Like, I wouldn't know how to get back and stuff. That's but, uh, yeah, big uh, big Smith Western fans. And when, the first time that they, like, came out to see us and we met them, that was a huge deal for me. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. It's so cool to see, you know, like I said, we're, you know, most of us from Chicago are pretty loyal to people from Chicago. So it's always cool to see to see a band on, on, the, on the national spotlight, you know, touring the world and, and playing things like, uh, you know, like Bonnaroo and Lollapalooza and and all that stuff. Are you any chance you guys might be doing Lollapalooza again anytime soon? I wouldn't know. That's <laughs> not. I, mean, a, yeah, you got I people. know there's a Lala. I kind of want to get a Lala Brazil. That sounds fun. That would be an awesome one. That would be crazy. Um, so, so yeah. Um, the other thing, uh, and 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 I don't, I don't, you don't have to talk about. It. I just, I had to ask, going to Dallas anytime soon again? Uh yeah we are, but not the same venue. <laughs> yeah yeah that was, uh, I I couldn't believe that you know and and, and again I don't want to put you on the spot or anything but it's kind of cool that twenty five years before that uh, Nirvana got had issues at the same venue. Yeah I was watching yeah I was watching that footage after all night. <laughs> That's awesome. Um so um I want to make sure we get the plugs in here. You got the website, the Orwells.com, Facebook.com slash the Orwells band. Uh, you follow him on Twitter at the Orwells. Um, make sure you guys get tickets to that show March 16th at the Metro. It's an all ages show. It will sell out. So make sure you get your tickets and uh, see these guys if you haven't already. And if you have, you know, you know what you're in for. Um, we're going to play a, a song off the new album here. We're going to do uh, black Francis. The video just, uh, just got released and um what can you tell us about this song uh, mario it's a it's a little bit of like a kind of like a snarky snarky little shit talker but uh it, it's definitely uh it's uh well we named it after the lead singer of the pixies oh sure. but uh he's a huge he was a huge influence on us and this record and uh yeah, it's kind of like a kind of like a tongue in cheek like I don't know, a little jab at some of the people around us and uh kind of a sarcastic little uh little snarky anthem. I don't know. Well, right on, right on. Um yeah, you can uh we'll, we'll play that song and uh, don't forget you can get uh, Terrible Human Beings available February 17th. Uh it's recorded here in Chicago, so make sure you guys support that. Um, you can get three songs right now on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Amazon, anywhere you can get music pretty much at, the, at, at this point. Uh, Mario, thank you again so much for coming on the show, and, and keep in touch, man. We'd love to have you guys on again sometime. No problem, man. All right, man. Take it easy. All right, later.
So there you go, Bill. The Orwells. The Orwells. They're pretty cool. Uh, they're crazy, crazy, crazy. If you get a chance to see them live, they're going to be here uh, in Chicago at the Metro on March 16th. So make oh, okay. sure you get your venue. tickets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just go to Met- uh, MetroChicago.com. Oh, I man, believe. that's going to be wild. That's like St. Patrick's Day weekend. Yeah, yeah. Go see them and then just ride out the weekend getting rocked. And then, like I said, these guys, they put on a show. So you don't want to miss out yes. on them. Cool. So um, uh, Christmas, you have a good Christmas? Did have a good Christmas. What'd you get? Anything? What did, um, what did Santa bring you? Mostly electronics. Really? Yeah. Anything new and cutting edge? I got a whole bunch of wireless stuff for Alexa, so I can turn on my lights now. Oh, did you see? Just I got walking. the Alexa for Christmas. I, I saw I you it. posting some stuff. Oh, I love it. I love Alexa. How did I live without Alexa? I, I've had her for a while. I got two extra dots. I have one in my kitchen, one in my bedroom. Okay, so this is my question, because now I've got the, the regular... Like the regular one. Okay. Right? I don't... Uh, what What exactly... I know there's the tap, which is like a, the downgrade. You, you touch it, and then you got to talk. Yeah, but it's also wireless, so you can take it around with you. Yes. What exactly is the dot lacking? Nothing from what I can tell. Speaker sounds... No, it's just smaller. All right. Um, I, I have Alexa in the living room, so I use her for music mostly i mean if amazon would like to send us a couple dots just to play around with play around with you know they can do that no but i got um a couple of plugs wi-fi plugs okay so you can plug it into anything really and just you know have her run it right right you can set timers for stuff you can do a whole bunch of things and you can control it from your phone yeah that's cool that's cool i like it what'd you get alexa Alexa. And okay. she's probably like, what? What do you want? She can probably hear me. Where, all right. Now, here's a question. Where do you keep her? I keep it in the kitchen. Kitchen. I like to say good morning to Alexa. She'll give me a fun fact for the day. Okay. Um, you don't. You didn't go living room, huh? No. No, I didn't. Well, because I spend a lot of time in the kitchen, whether I'm doing like work or you know cooking or whatever. She'll, uh, she'll read your recipes, read you drink mixings. and Really? Oh, yeah. She does it all. She does it all. She's got well, a Jeopardy function, There's one too. thing she doesn't do, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, they never programmed her for that. <laughs> but she, uh, yeah. I am not programmed to love. <laughs> <laughs> Is it not brilliant, though? <laughs> it's brilliant. You know, I wonder, we should try and get uh, Dr. K on the phone to talk about the Golden Globes. We should have talked to him about that, because oh. it's Oscar season's coming along, and... Uh, yeah, did you watch the Golden Globes at all? I did not. I don't care for any of that, really. No. What do you mean? <laughs> I, it's not my thing. I don't know. Oh my gosh! How do you know. not? How do you not? How do you not watch the Golden Globes, bro? Eh. It's just a whole bunch of self-righteous. <laughs> the people that we want to get on the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Exactly. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna sh- shut my mouth right there. But um, the cool thing that happened, we, we tried to get Donald Glover on. I, I, I reached out to Donald Glover's people, very nice people. They responded. They said he's kind of busy. Two days later, he wins two Golden Globes. That's, it's, I mean, I can see why he would, uh, you know, why he would shut us down. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, but they were very nice about it. They were like, you know what, he's he's a little, he's he's busy, you know, he's. Well, he's he, the kind of guy that seems like, you know. Well, what I didn't realize, and and I, I I talked about this a little bit with some friends, and I think I posted something online, is that I didn't realize Donald Glover. I just started getting into Community recently. That show, Community. Oh which yeah, is I know where you're going. With phenomenal this. show, right? Is that on um, Netflix? It's on Hulu. 
Who has Hulu? I have Hulu. I have Hulu. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So Donald Glover's on there, right? And I'm like, oh, that guy's cool. Then I found out that he's also childish Gambino. I'm like three years, four or five years past when Dark I should have known this, yeah. right? So um, so yeah. So I, I checked that out, and so I'm, like, yeah, I'm gonna reach out to the guy and see. You know, he's a pretty talented, dude. Did a little research, and I, he he was a writer on Thirty Rock. So this kid's like in his early thirties, and he's he, he's got a resume, and he just won two Golden Globes for Atlanta, which is a show he writes, produces, and directs and stars in. And he's going to be Lando Calrissian. That's the other thing. And there was talks of him being Spider Man for a while too. Yeah, yeah. And here we are trying to do a little podcast. How does that happen? How does one guy get all that talent? That's not fair. No. No. How do you get noticed like that? I mean, I think Tina Fey saw him with some comedy group or some video, some YouTube see, video that's the thing. thing. We got to go hit like a comedy festival. Yeah. We yeah. got to be start getting it. That's the thing. You got to get famous first and then start the podcast. You know, yeah. Start the podcast and then get famous. There's not, that's one thing that I try to drive home to, to people is there's not a lot of people that, um, that, have ever done a podcast and built an audience. Yeah. There's not a lot. And I, I challenge somebody to come up with somebody that created a podcast and built an audience strictly off of that podcast. And I'm not talking about somebody who had uh, a, f- uh, a forum like NPR, you know, about Chris Hardwick, Chris Hardwick was a comedian and he was on uh, that show on MTV. What show on MTV? The one with Jenny McCarthy, the uh, singled out. Oh yeah, he was on Singled Out, so he was famous and he fell off. But he always he always did comedy. Yeah. So you, granted, he he probably got more famous because of the podcast. But you would have if you would have you you probably would have heard his name before you before knew the podcast. Right. I mean, you name him: Joe Rogan, Adam Carolla, you, uh, Mark Maron. Mark Maron, you can maybe make a case for, but again, he's a comedian for a long time yeah. before he got his podcast. So there's not a lot of people See, that have built an com- audience. Comedy just seems like a lot of work, a lot of rejection. I get enough rejection in my personal life. I don't need, <laughs> I don't need it in my professional life as well. It, it, it's a lot of rejection. It's it's cutthroat. I've met some very, very funny and very friendly comedians, especially here in Chicago. There's a lot of young, talented people that are very well, they awesome. just had that... Um, the comedy fest right yeah yeah yes yes and they're doing sketch fest right now as we yes, speak yes yes um but th- that's there's a lot of talent in the city but it is very tough too because when you get a lot of people that that are funny or th- you, you get a scene going then it gets starts getting a little clicky and yeah you got to compete with that and it's hard to break into that then right once it becomes a little clicky we should uh but we it, should write a co-stand-up and do it yeah I think we could. There's not a lot of people doing a like a Abbott and Costello anymore, right? <laughs> That's true. Maybe because it's been done. Well, once. I mean, yeah. again, who else has done it besides them? No, nobody. I think we could do some. I think so. I mean, look at look at all the best comedy duos in the world: Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble. Right? You would ever do. Um. I don't that, know. That's it. That's, that's all, all you got. got. That's all I got. <laughs> Fred Martin. <laughs> Tango and Cash. Tango and Cash. Well, that wasn't really comedy as much. I disagree. Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch. 
Um, speaking of comedy, how about this? Uh, and this, I called this, I don't know if I ever got it on a podcast because we might have been on a little hiatus, but Kim Kardashian's limo driver was arrested. Weren't there like 16 people arrested recently? But uh, then he was released without charges. But that doesn't really mean anything. You know, they may just not have enough to nail him. Yeah. But uh, what I'm reading here is uh, the Paris limo driver who was arrested in the Kim Kardashian robbery uh, has been released and was never a suspect, so claims the limo company that hired him. So why do you get get arrested if you're never a suspect? How does that happen? I get arrested all the time. But uh, he's been he's been uh, released from custody, no criminal charges. Um, They said he was in custody for testimony purposes. So you know what that means? No. He probably flipped on somebody else, right? (laughs) He's like, I want immunity. That's how I would. What can you offer me? Right, right. I'll name names, so I'll point fingers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I wouldn't survive prison. No, no. But yeah, yeah. So uh, getting back to uh, getting back to the 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 comedy thing, it's it's a lot of rejection. I can imagine. Like, I mean, we've got friends over at the Whip. We've got friends over at yeah. Um, was it in Rosemont there? Oh, Zanies. Zanies, yeah, yeah, yeah. You met him, and, and it takes a long time to hone your craft. I mean, you get any any comedian that that maybe has been doing it for a long time, but hasn't necessarily made it what people would call big or or whatever. Maybe they're they're playing Zanies or hosting. It takes years and years. We should and do an years. open mic night. Yeah, yeah. We do it at the Whip. I think Tuesday night they have traffic jam at the Whip Theater. The hell's that? So that's kind of cool. So you get, uh, um, they have like a traffic light there, and you get your, I don't know, however many minutes, four or five minutes. But, you know, once you get the red light, you know, if you last certain a certain amount of time. Uh, Can they just, like, flip the light on you? Yeah, yeah, they'll flip the light on you. If you're garbage. Oh, hi, guys. Beep. Or if your stuff's not landing, you know, then, yeah, they'll flip the light on you. But if you last a certain amount of time, they'll have you come back and host or do a best of the traffic really? jam. Yeah. Tuesday nights, check it out. Seriously, it's uh, it's kind of a cool. I, I think it's one of the cooler open mics that I've seen. I, I did one open mic once. Didn't go. Well, I, I don't want to say it didn't go well. <laughs> All right, I don't want to say it didn't go well. Uh, there was timing. You know, when they say comedy is timing, it's yeah. very true. It's very true. And actually, when you're up on stage and you have the big bright light on your face and I mean, it's so bright. Uh, I did Barrel of Laughs. This is years ago. I went with uh, my friend Jerry. He took me over there. And um, I went up there. I figured I'll do five minutes. And they were already booked up, but he knew the owner, and the owner kind of slid me in. And it's like, hey, we're just here because I want to get him on stage. Ah, Jerry, I'm booked, you know. But uh, but he, he pulled a string or two and, and, got, us, and, and got us up. And, and five minutes I thought I could do in my sleep. Five minutes. I could do five minutes. Five minutes is a long time. It's... <laughs> It's a fucking eternity, dude, <laughs> when you're on stage, especially when your shit's not landing and you're just eating a bag of dicks in front of, like, you know, 50 people. It's not oh. fun, dude. And so, you know, you you try to... Do you, and I'm not how one long to, ago was this? This is probably 
eight nine years ago oh uh, so you don't still have any of that like fresh no you, like, no you couldn't just start no. rattling no i thought it would be funny what's the deal yeah well i thought it'd be funny to come up and do some like dirty stuff which is a huge mistake which <laughs> <laughs> i mean nobody nobody was going nobody was saying i didn't get any groans uh, but i also didn't give the material enough time to breathe to let them take it eh? in <laughs> i just i just went through my i just went through my stuff um, I went through my stuff. Uh, didn't give anybody time to really think about. Oh God! And then I, and luckily they, you know, they let me off stage. I could have, they could have maybe sit there for the remaining four and a half minutes that I had to sweat. Oh, but it was fun. It you was know, people fun. always ask that question: if you can go back to any point in time and meet anyone, do anything. I'd use mine to go back to then and watch that. Yeah, yeah. I would. I would give any amount of money to watch that. It was. Uh, it, I. I don't want to say I was embarrassed. It was kind of uh, got the adrenaline going. Yeah. But for these people that do it night in and night out, and and I and I know some of them. I'm friends with some of them on Facebook, and they do you know multiple open mics a night. They go to one, then the other, then the other. Yeah. Uh, every night during the week, just to get that five minutes of stage time to work on their shit, you know. And that's the only way you get good at it. I met Howie Mandel in Vegas one time. I ran into him at one of the store, at like uh, the Beatles store in the Mirage. And uh, I just, he was there with his family. I didn't want to bother him, but I just went up to him and, and talked and just said, hey, I'm a fan, whatever. Say what you want about Howie Mandel. I thought he was funny. I, I, like, I like him. He's good. Especially his old stand-up. I really thought it was good. Um, and he's been doing it for years. And I asked him, like, you know, what advice at the time I was doing improv and Toying with the idea of stand up, and I said, "You know what? What is uh, you know, what advice would you give somebody?" And he just said, "You have to get on stage as much as you can, as often as you can. That's the only way you'll get even halfway decent, yeah. you know. And uh, just keep doing it and getting on stage. So that when you say do the open mics, they are out there, and we could do it. It's not hard. I mean, it's it's not hard to get signed up. Doing it is another thing. Oh yeah." <laughs> Well, shit. So. Start writing something during my lunch breaks. There you go. Just start writing. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So that, I don't know how we got off on that tangent, but yeah, my open mic night. Oof. <laughs> we could have asked Jerry about that. We had him on last week. We could have asked him about that. <laughs> oh. I should try and find that stuff. I I did write. I I did try and write some things down, but I figured I'll just wing it. I'll wing it. I think somebody said that about Adam Sandler. He's like never written a joke. He just gets up there and just wings it every time he does stand up. Have you seen Jack and Jill? I don't I don't <laughs> I don't doubt that. <laughs> I have not unfortunately seen Jack and Jill. He's only worth about 150 billion dollars. Yeah, right. Yeah. I did uh um I did. I did record some of the uh, some of the audience's reactions when I. Uh, oh! Yeah, that was one of them. <laughs> I told a joke. It was like really racy. Ooh! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you have those at your fingertips right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then I did tell one 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 zinger. Gee! Oh! Wow! Everybody. I said, "Hey, what comes?" <laughs> <laughs> You can't even say. <laughs> hey, everybody, what comes after F? G. Thanks a lot. Good night. 
Oh. <laughs> Thanks a lot, everybody. That's how oh, you got to keep that one handy. That's real audio yeah. from uh, <laughs> from my uh, from my stand-up oh, thing. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow, we could do a stand-up special. We could tape it and you know throw it in here. We could. Like, do you have any jokes? Like you, like give give me a joke. One joke. No, used to like that when I did improv. Oh, you 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 do improv. First of all, I don't do improv. I was training for improv. I didn't really do a whole lot, uh, but but yeah, it's a, it's a yeah yeah. Just to make it easy. Oh, you do improv. Yeah yeah. Tell me a joke. No. Make me laugh, clown. Yeah. So I that's for that sole purpose. I don't know that I could be a comedian because as soon as somebody finds out you're a comedian. Now you're on. Make me laugh. <laughs> Make me laugh. <laughs> Jesus. And then, they, then you, then something doesn't land. And they're like, Nah, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, you're a doctor. Yeah. The hell's this thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, I guess it's the same with anything uh, you do, right? Oh, you work at a bank. Uh, can you take a look at my finances? Right. Yeah. Nobody wants yeah. to do that, though, right? <laughs> mm. Yeah. That's uh. That would be the 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 nail in the coffin for me. I couldn't take that. Just the constant pressure. I guess, we should get a comedian. I, I, we'll have to make some calls and get somebody in just to talk about it because that, hey, make us laugh. <laughs> oh, uh, you're a comedian. Make make our audience laugh. <laughs> right. Tell me a joke. God. Fuck. Tell me a joke. That's the worst. That is the worst. That is the worst. Yeah. Yeah. So um. So yeah. Uh, we left our Christmas special. I said. Uh, Anybody who is a dick to us, when we try to get them on the show, I'll put them on blast. Yeah. I'm happy to say that everybody I've emailed with and talked to has been very polite. And we actually have some cool guests lined up. So that's... Uh, wasn't uh, wasn't there somebody last year that kind of dicked you around? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who was, who was that? <laughs> You're going to get me riled up again. Lee DeWise? Who's that? Yeah, Lee, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it wasn't Lee DeWise. It was his dickhead manager. I thought there was somebody else, though, too. Well, there may have been. Oh, there was a guy. We were supposed to have a guy on. Oh, I don't remember his I name. I remember you got real fired up over somebody. Oh, I was pissed. Yeah, you were not a happy camper. Oh, it's kind of a dick move. If you're going to say you're, 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 if you, if you you're going to do a show and then you didn't show up, and we did it, it was a remote. And so... You know, I, he was a musical artist, and his name escapes me, which you know I'm not surprised. But he said, "Yeah, I'll do the show. Uh, you know, I'll come in, and you know, we'll talk about some of the music he just released." Yeah. And then he doesn't show up, and then the next day he's like, "Oh, sorry," and some big elaborate elaborate excuse. And I said, "You know, it, it, look, this isn't Oprah, this isn't Ellen, this isn't the Tonight Show, but I think there's a mutual level of respect if you say you're going to do the show." And you can't do it, do then it. just say yeah. you can't do it. You know, it's fine. Or you don't want to do it, don't do it. But don't say you're going to do it and then don't show up. Because, you know, we do, believe it or not, we do prepare some stuff, especially when we have guests on. Well, you, you throw we around. Yeah, right. It's a thing. <laughs> right. Well, no, no. And we do. We do. We do some prep. We do some prep. We bounce stuff back and forth. It's not, it's not, you know, again, it's not... It's not 60 minutes that we're doing here. It's just, 
It's just uh, well, not with that attitude. Right, right. Well, this isn't Howard Stern or Man Cow, but it's you know it's our show, and there's a level of respect I think that you give somebody. Ah, got no respect. Got no, no respect. <laughs> no respect. That was my Rodney Dangerfield. So uh, I don't know. So Facebook Live. So the video seems to be working. Nobody's giving me like a thumbs down just yet. Um, can you even do that? I don't know if you can do that. I don't know if you can comment on stuff. I don't know what people can I think do. You can comment. Yeah, I don't know what people are doing, but. It seems like people are kind of watching. Still I see Todd. Todd Tuttle uh, gave us a like, which is cool. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so well, yeah. Hang on. We got Joseph. Oh, Otten. yeah. Let's talk about the flat earth now, boys. Oh, Joey, what's up, man? Thank you for chiming in or checking in anyway. Yeah, the flat earth. There are There is a select group of people that think the earth is flat. You've seen them. You've seen it, right? It goes along with, like, the birthers and the conspiracy theorists. The birthers. Yeah, the people that said, like, the birth, like Obama wasn't born in the United States. And okay. there's a whole birther movement. And then there's uh, the flat earth people. And then there's the people that uh, don't b- think 9-11 was an uh, inside, inside job. job. Yeah. And I don't know that it's Jet not. fuel doesn't melt steel beams. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that it wasn't. Yeah. I don't know that it was, and I don't know that either no, I, way. I like the I like the flat Earth thing. Though. That's, that's <laughs> you haven't heard about that? No, I have. Yeah, I have. That's <laughs> uh, that's a wild one to and me. I, and I'm gonna say, um, you know, I can't really. I mean, there's science. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's your answer for everything. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> But I've never been in outer space, so I and I've never seen, I've never been up so high that I could see the curvature of the Earth. So as far as my existence on this planet goes, all I've seen is flat. You can see the curvature from like a airliner. No, yeah, no, no, absolutely. Sir. You're only up at like thirty-five, forty thousand feet at yeah, the most. You can see that shit. Well, you're a pilot. You you would know. <laughs> How high do you have to get up there to see the curvature of the Earth? Oh, I don't know. No. I couldn't tell you that. That's not I mean, high enough. But high there enough. are there. It's called the Flat Earth Society. So you can go to the flatearthsociety.org org, and uh, they have a website. And there's a lot of people that really. Yeah, um, there was a picture. Going, people all around the world. It's like, wait a minute. Read that again <laughs> yourself out loud. <laughs> Did I say that? No, oh, no. Oh. That was the thing. <laughs> People all around the world yeah. believe that. Say, this say is... that to yourself one more time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we got Todd Tuttle watching. Todd Tuttle is awesome. TNTcomics.com. He actually did our logo, um, and, and he's helped with some other things, uh, um, projects that I've worked on. But uh, getting back to the flat earth, um, yeah. It's out there. You could do the research for yourself. Um, I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm on the fence on that one until I see it <laughs> with my own eyes. Well, we grew up thinking there was only, what, nine planets, right? Well, hang on. Where are you going with this? There's more planets, isn't there? Or less planets. Well, there's they decommissioned Pluto, How but then there's exoplanets. Like exoplanets. Stuff outside. How about the news this week that uh, something shot out of a black hole? What? You didn't hear that one? No. Is this a joke? No. <laughs> I was no. waiting for like an ash no, joke. <laughs> no, no, no. No, it, was, uh, it wasn't. No, there was something. They, they, uh, they saw something come out of a black hole. I saw um, a link on uh, I- IFL. Still not convinced this is IFL like a, science. No, a it's black like, eye. Or a... You've seen that thing on Facebook, I fucking love science. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, pretty. Yeah. That's a legit place to get information, yeah. right? Yeah. 
Yeah, they 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 had an article about Shout it. Shout out to Black Hole. <laughs> Stephen Hawking had to say about that. Oh, uh, I like it. Todd's Todd's commenting. He's like, "Oh wait, we can comment <laughs> because they're stupid. That's why people believe the Earth is flat." I agree. <laughs> I would agree with that. But you know, can you imagine, like in the 1700s, that would have been around the time where they argued that point, right? It's flat, and I'll prove it to you. And then they go on the uh, sail the open seas. Yeah, and they don't fall off the other side of the earth. <laughs> and that would who would know? Who would know that? They can't call back. Well, they they come back. God, that seems like it would take forever to prove a point. I'll prove it to you. Well, yeah, but that's that's the only two reasons. They come all the way around. (laughs) Well, you could just go north and cross over, come back down, you know. There's two reasons men do anything. Number one, to prove a point. Number two, (laughs) to impress a woman. That's right. This is true. This is true. But at some point you have to admit, like, I don't know who started the Flat Earth Society. And more importantly who was the second person to jump on that bandwagon that's what's most important I'll second that yeah yeah right yeah. there's a, there's always a loony out there i think we're gonna lose our flat earth fans our flat earth society fans but i think that's nah. all right no nah, this is an open forum for conversation yeah, yeah it is i think we'll gain more because then they can try to prove us wrong you know that's with like all their data that's like saying there's a magical man in the sky that uh controls everything Right? I mean, for the most part. Wow, we're just swinging for the fences here, huh? Our, well, first, our first real pod back. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, that, so that they're out there. That's a good point, Joe. Let's talk about it. The flat earth now. Uh, let's talk about the flat earth now. Well, Donald Trump's coming into office. I wouldn't be surprised if he thought the earth was flat for, for realsies. Ed, this is going to be interesting. Yeah. The next couple of years is going to be real interesting. I saw he's got uh, an anti-vaxxer in charge of... What? Or he wants to get an anti-vaxxer and they're in charge of like vaccines. And is it Jenny like McCarthy? No. <laughs> Please tell me it's Jenny McCarthy. But on a, uh, another note, I heard like measles is coming back in a big way or something like that because... <laughs> because assholes aren't vaccinating their kids. Stop it. Don't be a douche. You know, it's 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 fine if you if you want to believe it, then then let's have schools with kids that don't want to get vaccinated and keep them separate from normal people that don't want their kids to die from measles. Well, if you got your kids vaccinated from measles, they shouldn't get them, right? You're overthinking things. No, I want a separate school so we know who the assholes are. I don't even know, like, I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even know, like, what they vaccinate, they vaccinate, they, they tell you they vaccinate for measles and what polio and all those things, smallpox. Small yeah. And then people get the measles, right? But if you're vaccinated, it shouldn't make a difference. I don't think too many people are getting the measles, though. So then who gives a shit if people vaccinate their kids? Why is this a big deal? I think because children under the age... A vaccination like you, age, yeah, yeah, like you have yeah. A certain age, and then that's say, what I mean. So keep your pregnant un- women and stuff like that. I think. Yeah. So keep of. your unvaccinated kids in a different school, and teach them about the flat Earth. That's that's vaxist. <laughs> it is Can't vaxist. Do that. It is vaxist. What? <laughs> that's a thing. Good grief! Why is it start grief. trending now? What if we started? What if we created a word? Yeah. That's vaxist. Yeah. Really. Really. Twenty seventeen. 
Um, so, so yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, tonight, uh, it's actually uh, Tuesday, January 10th. Uh, Obama will be giving his speech, his going away speech. What do you think uh, Obama's going to do after his presidency is done? Is tomorrow is tomorrow his la- the 20th is his last day, right? Something like that, yeah. So what do you think Obama's going to do with his time off? Is he still going to be involved in politics at some level or Yeah, I think? think he's going to take a nice sweet vacation and then he'll come back and start doing I don't know, like look at all of them. Um Clinton was involved with quite a quite a bit. Yeah. Diplomacy stuff like that. Jimmy Carter He's got his own thing or had his own thing. Is he still alive? Jimmy Carter is still alive. Yeah. The Bushes? Both Bushes are still alive. I don't know what, uh, how active they are, though, with anything. I know Jimmy Carter does, like, Habitat and... Yeah, yeah. I think W is just painting now. <laughs> Seriously, he's in the painting. <laughs> that doesn't, it's, you know. Yeah. If I was Obama, I would peace out. Done. What's what's uh, what's Hillary gonna do now? Um, because she's not she's, Secretary of State anymore. Well, and right? she's not in the in top health either. Yeah, what's going on there? I don't know. She's old, and Donald Trump's seventy. Why are we hire? Why why are we electing yeah, old? M- most presidents are older. Yeah, but we got to stop that. Seventy, especially for guys, that's a tough age. You start getting in seventies. Yeah, with medical technology. With the stress of that job, though. Meh. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Obama has his two terms. Mm-hmm. Could he, in theory, come back in four years and run again? You can't. You can't. Mm. I thought it was consecutive. But no, it's just all together. Two and you're done. It. Yep. That's you, it. you can't skip four and come back. Nope. Really? Yep. You're done. How do I not know that? I thought it was just consecutive. Lame terms. duck. Mm-hmm. Really. So tap out. Yeah. You know, I'd like to see him be like a, like a mayor of like a small city somewhere. Wouldn't that be funny? Mayor <laughs> Obama. That'd be wild. I you wonder could do how that. that works. You could do that. Yeah, you should be able to do that. Yeah, you could do that. You could probably go back into the Senate if you wanted to. Yeah. Obviously, you can be a vice president. I mean, Clinton, Bill Clinton was going to do that. So you could be, or uh, not vice president, uh, a first, if, if Michelle wins, he could be the yeah. first man if, if Michelle runs. I could see that happening. I could see Michelle running in four I years. I would want to get so far away from politics if I'd had that job for eight years, where I would be doing. I mean, they're pretty hip. They're pretty hip. The Obamas. I mean, they can get a TV show or like a reality TV show, keeping up with the Obamas. <laughs> yeah, on the South Side of Chicago. Or, it starts with uh, them. Were they at like Highland yeah. Park or something? <laughs> it starts with uh, it starts with them moving out of the out of the White House. <laughs> well, we're moving on down. To the south side. It's like the Beverly Hillbillies in reverse. Yeah, yeah. Just like looting the White House and going down. Just <laughs> yeah. He goes like from setting the, up shop. I'm sure their house in Chicago is really nice. I don't know. But, I mean, it can't be as nice as the White House. Well, I, I feel like the Clintons could do that, too. Yeah. Like, oh, Bill Clinton? Yeah. Come on. I think Bill Clinton would be cool just living in a motel room. I, well, I That's how I envision the show. It's just like... <laughs> Tidy whities in an open bathrobe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just walking just around, like drinking PBR. Just a kitchenette. <laughs> Billy's home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like. I mean, chilling. your home. Where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> just chilling. He kept that that little motel room. 
Oh man, I could I could see that. Yeah, I could see Bill doing very. That. My name is Earl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Dylan Roof, the guy who uh, went in and shot up the black church, uh, sentenced to death. Well, that's not surprising. Yeah, he pretty much stood up in front of the jury and said, "Yeah, I'm not crazy. Yeah, I did it." <laughs> what goes through people's head? Yeah, I'm also reading that he believed the Earth was flat. So <laughs> take that for what it's worth. Did he really? Yeah. No, no, I don't know. <laughs> the twelve-person jury deliberated just three hours. Surprised it took him that long, to be honest with you. Uh, going back to the Golden Globes, so I don't know if you watched it, but uh, J- Jimmy Fallon. I heard he did mediocre. Yeah, but best. he he had a funny bit that he did as, as while impersonating Chris Rock about uh, the People versus O.J. Simpson. <laughs> And how they're going to win all these awards, and they're going to think they're you know agents, and they're going to think, you know, the, the director and the writer and their and God and their wife. And he's like, nobody's going to think OJ, right? <laughs> and I thought that was the funniest thing. I rarely do I laugh out loud when watching stuff like that, but I actually thought, yeah, I'm like, it was one. right there waiting for me, and I just didn't see where he was going with it. <laughs> And then I was hoping somebody would actually thank OJ. That would be kind of cool. I'd like to thank OJ for, <laughs> for you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> for being innocent. <laughs> Thanks, OJ. Yeah, really, really. That's so, great. Yeah, so um, so next week uh, we will not be doing a show because I'll be in Vegas, baby. You go to Vegas quite a bit, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to go get my money back. Yeah, well. No, no, I'm actually going for work. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. We have day jobs. This this isn't really funding it's itself yet. I <laughs> <laughs> like I say yet. I wouldn't really say it's funding itself, but uh well, we got to get famous first. Yeah, we we're getting there. We get some cool some cool talent um on the show. Like I said, we've got some other cool interviews coming up. But yeah, so I'll be in Vegas next week and next Friday uh the wife and I are going to take in a uh, little Britney Spears. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we usually go. So to your to your question, we don't go a lot. We go at least once a year, usually. You know, um, but every time we go there, Britney Spears is not there, and now she is. I wouldn't mind if Britney Spears took in a little me. Oh, huh? I see what huh? you did there. Are you going to do that on Friday the thirteenth? Um. Yeah. 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 So, so she's got a residency at uh, Planet Hollywood, and we usually stay right near there. Um, but when we're there in the summer, she hasn't uh, she hasn't been there. She was off, so this is kind of exciting that huh. it just so happens I have to go there for work. Let's see if uh, see if she'll um, do the show. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool if I can even like get near her. Yeah, Brittany's gonna be awesome. And for all you guys that are going to make fun of me for saying that. And there better be a few. No. Don't tell me you didn't like the video, the schoolgirl video or whatever. Whatever it was that made I like the new one. Slumber Party video. I haven't seen that one. That's a good one. Let's watch that. It's a good song, too. Yeah? These guys are like, why is Britney Spears... (laughs) <laughs> Covering all our bases. Hey, yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah. So that'll be next week. So uh, when we come back, I'll report back to you and see if I was able to. I'm gonna bring the portable mic and see if I can get near her and get a. I think you should get a comment. What que- what question should I ask Britney Spears if I see her in Vegas? Okay.
Can you call your bodyguards off? <laughs> Let me go. <laughs> Why? Um, what if we say like uh, like a random question? Like, hey, Brit- can I just get one question for a podcast? How long did it take your hair to grow back? <laughs> uh, where do you buy eggs? <laughs> I wonder if she actually goes to the store herself. I don't know. Like if she dresses down. Like Shakira did a a college course at least one. Yeah, and she actually went to class and she like dressed down. Nobody recognized her. Really? Yeah. I don't know that I'd recognize Shakira just walking down the street. I've had this conversation with other people. Like I watch TV a lot. I watch a lot of movies. I know it looks like I exercise a lot, but really I watch a lot of TV. And... uh, I don't know that I would recognize like some of the people I see on TV if I was just walking down the street. I agree. There's there's some I would. I think I'd recognize Shakira. Yeah? I don't yeah. know. Would you recognize her in a room full of blonde chicks? I think she's a brunette at the time. Oh, is she? Yeah, she may oh. have actually dyed her hair when she went. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I like Shakira. But Shakira doesn't have a residency in Vegas. No. If she did, I would ask her. Uh, what kind of shampoo do you use? Like I came all the way from Chicago to ask you this one question. Yeah. And... I don't know. Yeah, we're going to think about it. Yeah. We're not very good at this, are no, we? No. <laughs> I want it to be so random where it catches her off guard. Uh, I think the eggs would catch yeah. her. Yeah. I think shampoo would catch her, too. Do you do your own laundry? I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Boo. Yeah. All right. Well, if you can think of any questions, you can email us. Uh, there you go. Bill and Dave show at gmail.com. What questions would you like to ask, Brittany? You can hit us up on Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash Bill and Dave show. The Bill and Dave show. Oh, it's The Bill and Dave show. On Facebook. On uh, Twitter and Instagram, it's at Bill and Dave show. What questions should we ask Britney Spears? And this is assuming I can get close enough to get a quote. I mean, I'll just use my, my boyish charm. Use your pr- uh, press credentials. Yeah, I'll just write my quote-unquote press c- credentials. We but should get some of those. I feel like those could come in handy. Just make up some. I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. I could do that for sure. Yeah. I think I think I could do that. We're, I'm going to make some... Uh, I think um, I'll just make like a like a laminated something or other. We're not worthy. Yeah. We're not worthy. Yeah. <laughs> Where's going? We suck. <laughs> and uh, we'll see how it goes. And I, I worst <laughs> they could say is no, right? Alice, is this cool? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on in, guys. All right. So um, we should get Alice Cooper. I feel like he would be exactly like that. Oh, I think so. Mille Wake. <laughs> I feel, I think I think I remember. I remember being tripping out when I saw um, it was on a cover of like People magazine of Alice Cooper helping an old lady across the street. <laughs> that really happened. He helped an old lady across the street. And it That's was great. It was on like People magazine. Now, see, you like, say that, and I don't think of like Alice Cooper the guy. I think of Alice Cooper like Fima. <laughs> Frankenstein, just like full face paint and everything, something <laughs> like it. it. No, it was it was just regular Alice Cooper, and he's not a young guy himself. 
Isn't he? Fr- I heard. Is he from Chicago? I think he's. He might be. I think he's from the area. He might be. Yeah. But he's up there, man. He's another. I don't think I'd recognize him. No. Off, no. If he were just like sweatpants and had the hair pulled back and everything. Really. This I know is, you're hungry. Yeah, Alice Cooper. I don't know that I'd recognize him either. It's a jam right there. That is a jam. It is a jam. It's timeless. It's timeless. Absolutely timeless. So, yeah. So, Vegas next week. What do you got going on next week? Any fun? Um, No. Just chilling? Yeah, work. And then we'll come back and probably have another show. I would think. Yeah, let's do that. I would think. We got to keep the ball rolling 2017. We made it through 2016. We did. Thankfully. Yeah. Barely. 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 All right. So uh, um, let me do this real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so, Bill, what do you have going on next week? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Well, I guess we will... Uh, I'll be in Vegas. You're Vegas. doing nothing. I'm we'll doing come back nothing. the week after and yeah. we'll have another show. Cool. Right on. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it. Yeah. I guess that's it. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Yeah. All and right. we'll be back and we'll leave you with the Orwells. The Orwells. Who needs you?